You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Oh, hello! It has been over a year since I released an episode. That's pretty, pretty goddamn crazy. Uh, that's because I've been so busy. <clears throat> I've gotten married. We wrote and recorded a new record. We've done so many tours. So many things have happened. I'm going to give you more on that in a little bit. But first, uh, it is with the greatest pleasure I want to introduce you guys to a new single. We recorded it in April. This song is an anthem for anyone stuck between where they are and where they want to be. It's called There's No Place in This World for Me.
All right, that was our single, There's No Place in This World for Me, off of an as-yet unannounced record that's going to come out. Well, I can't give you any details, but I promise you we'll have some details soon. We recorded it at Sonic Ranch Studios, which is outside of El Paso. It's an absolutely incredible, beautiful, magical, literal magical place right on the border of Mexico. If you're a musician, or even if you're not a musician, check out Sonic Ranch just to see how incredible it is. We, I we believe we're releasing like a visual component thing with the single today and all of those shots that are interspersed with it are ones that we took on our cell phones and cameras and you can kind of see what it looked like there we recorded the record uh it was produced by brad cook who you're going to hear so much about over the next couple of months while we're rolling this record out uh he changed the way that i look at music and changed the way that i looked at at life you know because of that and just in general was a, a magical human being himself to be around um John Lowe, who produced, uh, engineered, and mixed Rented World, our record from a while ago, came back and mixed this and made it sound absolutely incredible. I'm so excited to share this with you guys, and I'm going to you know, go off. There's, there, there's one thing, so I'm changing the, the podcast up a bit. I'm so happy to be back. Um, this is really exciting for me. Since I put out the last record, or, wow, since I put out the last episode, I've gotten married, we've written, recorded, and uh, finished up a entire new record. Um, some people have come, some people have gone. It has been a whole hell of a journey, and I'm kind of changing the my relationship with music and with this podcast and things like that, and I'm really excited to share that with you guys. So some changes are going to come to the podcast. Those changes being, uh, I'm going to switch the format. So I like interviewing people, but getting everyone's schedules to line up and then the other parts that make it tedious is kind of annoying so I'm going to do some shorter podcasts like this one they'll be a little bit longer than this one but and some longer ones that are kind of more of a deep dive or an expose into some topics and things and experiences that I want to share with everybody and also I, I kind of realize what I want to do with this it's really fun you know everybody's got a fucking podcast so there's that annoying aspect of the entire thing but uh, you know, and I love you guys, but I, I, I'm shifting. This is kind of for me, and to, you know, I really want to get better at storytelling, and I want to get better at public speaking. Um, I didn't, you know, chip on my shoulder for not finishing college and not uh, getting into that. Blah blah blah. We'll go down that road. But I really just uh, want to get better at speaking, and I want to get better at organizing my thoughts. Songwriting to me is a way to share feelings and to really explore my feelings and thoughts. And I've been doing a whole lot of writing, like written word writing. And to me, that is also a way to organize and share my thoughts and feelings, but more so thoughts than feelings. So the songwriting, you know, getting really into feeling territory. And for the regular writing, it's thoughts for me. So I'm going to start to share more of that writing here with you guys. Um, also, this is kind of a recorded record for my family and friends. So it's kind of like a, a you know, oh, something to share with all my nephews and my family in the future and for myself and to stay organized. So I love you guys. I love sharing with you, but I'm going to be doing this one for me. So there's one thing uh, that was brought up while we were recording the record that was shared, an idiom, if you will, that got tossed around, and that is for demonstration purposes only. 
So the idea of calling a song a demo or, you know, in writing you may call it a rough draft and all that kind of stuff. And someone sent it. It may have been Eric. It may have been Brad Cook who who said it was Brad Cook who brought up the that demonstration is the long form of a song demo, which kind of changes the way that you look at it in a, in a great way. And I think it may have been Eric that wrote down and said for demonstration purposes only. Or maybe it was me or maybe it was Greg or maybe it was Joe. I don't fucking remember. And no one will. No one ever will. But this, you know, tagline for the moment of this podcast and the writing that's going to accompany it soon is for demonstration purposes only. So I'm going to carry that and roll. And one of the w- reasons I decided to do this is because I had a great talk with my f- incredible old friend James Hull at Slam Dunk Fest while we were just in Europe. So they do these things at a lot of festivals in the United States and Europe. It's like a, I don't know, VIP bar or whatever. There's a place that's attached to the dressing room where you can hang out with your friends at. And I got to talk to James for several hours. Um, and he brought up how much he loved one of the episodes of my podcast and wondered why I didn't do it anymore and, and told me that he enjoyed it. And that episode was the one where I went to Area 51, which is my one of my favorite pieces of art, if you want to call it, that I ever did. I'm not a journalist. Uh, I do hang out with a bunch of journalists, and I'm sure annoy them with this kind of shit. But And my wife is <laughs> a, a trained journalist. But I had so much fun breaking down that trip to Area 51 and kind of telling the story about everything that was surrounding it in my mind. And it's what I want to do with this. So I'm going to continue to tell those kinds of stories and continue to make little sound um designed snippets to share with you because it's fucking fun for me and I just have a need inside to do it. So I'm going to keep doing it. And I want to thank you, James, so much, so much for uh, uh, pushing me a little bit to get it done. And also, Jim, wow, that was a fucking insane. If No one has ever called him Jim ever, I don't think. James Hull is one of those people that you can tell you're with a really close old friend when you cut right past everything into the, the the hardcore conversations very quickly. You don't talk need to talk about the weather. We don't need to talk about the little things here and there or kind of like strive for some common ground. We just hit the common ground immediately. And that's I love you to death, buddy, and I'm so thankful to you for, for being you. And I'm so stoked for your new venture that you were telling me about. So which leads to the next thing, which is how was Europe? Um, and I feel like you tell the same. I tell the same story over and over again to my all of my family and friends of how was Europe, and I come to some kind of thing where I'm like, yeah, you know, it was great. We played a lot of festivals, and you know what? It was great, and we did play a lot of festivals. We <laughs> um, every day was a new experience. It was it was great. It wasn't the same schedule every day, which is really nice when you have the same schedule every day when you know when you're going to load in, you know where you're going to be, you have your little, when you're going to have a coffee, all that kind of stuff. This time, we didn't know if we were going to be playing um, at 1 p.m. or at 11 p.m. So it was really fun to go to all of these festivals and see all these amazing bands. There was a couple things that I, I was trying to, like what I took away from Europe that I wanted to share with you guys and, and so that you can also kind of get a grasp of where the future of the podcast is going and where the future of this kind of writing is going to go. Uh, we, for some reason, and I don't know what it was, live music clicked again for me. And that may sound ridiculous as a person who makes a living traveling around, playing and viewing live music, but I actually fell in love again with music and with live music in particular. Something just clicked. 
whether it is a person playing on the high street in Southampton or it is, um, you know, Carpenter Brute, which was this amazing band that we saw at uh, a festival in the Netherlands. It just really started to click and feel good again. I uh, started to make music every single day, started to watch all these other bands and really paying attention to what they're playing. It's so easy to fall into a area of thinking where me, being in a band and touring is a job, and it is a job. It's the best fucking job that I could possibly have, but there's parts of it that can become monotonous, and there's parts of it that become, I don't want to say icky, because I fucking love the wheeling and dealing shit. I love all of that. I love uh, uh, so many parts of, of being on tour. I love the as much as I like to think of myself as some kind of like uh, I don't know virtuous person I love the shit talk I love hearing like the little gossip about other bands and and the little and things that people say there are these little competitions and things like that it's fucking fun the whole thing is just mesmerizing and trapping but it is easy to get away from what music is you forget that it kind of music it really is just people uh sharing some type of frequency and creation together you know and of course you have your solo hours or whatever but if there's no listener whatever and even if you are the listener that's the uh, the you know an important part for me that's become such a meditative part for me of making music and listening to it there's been for the first time in a long time since we recorded the record I started to make a lot of music without the framework or without the um, idea that it's going to be a song that I share with other people in the Menzingers that gets played live that, you know, is part of my career that that keeps me sustained or makes me money or something like that. It's gotten to the point now where I really enjoy playing on a synthesizer or I really can sit there and enjoy playing guitar. And I had a little bit of that realization at a place called Elevator Sound in um, Bristol. So shout out to... Or yeah, Bristol. I almost thought it was Brighton, you know, bra bra bra. But in Bristol, in the UK, so shout out to, to to the to the people at Elevator Sound for explaining a bunch of shit that I didn't understand about electronic music there. But that's where I'm trying to go with this podcast. Is it's going to be for demonstration purposes only. We're going to hang out and tell some stories. I would love to tell you a bit about my experience in Europe. So I think I'll do that. But for now, please enjoy the single as it came out. Reach out to me, Tom, at futurefriday.net. Let me know what you like, what you don't like about the podcast, or if there's anything that you'd like to hear about. Ooh, just doing a, a quick insert here. Uh, we're definitely going to be talking about uh, Grush, the UFO whistleblower, and all of that crazy, insane shit that has been going on. There's going to be a hearing at the end of July. So maybe I'll see if Joe wants to come and talk about it before that happens, and we'll you know get an episode going for that. Until then, I'll talk to you soon. Love you. So long. Oh, and we didn't play the goddamn chisel at the beginning, so I'm going to play it now. Have a great fucking week.